Welcome to another episode of Mental Conversations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a podcast focusing on positive mental health and overcoming the struggles of life. Mm-hmm. I'm delighted again to be joined by Dr. <laughs> Emma Kirk. Um, Emma and I did a podcast a few um, seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> could be weeks by the time people listen to this. Um, and I just got, I just I won't reel off too many of the things. No, but no. as I said about your previously about the the things that you have as your jobs yep. there are dozens of them the one the, but the one that i really want to focus on today is the medicinal kitchen mm-hmm. and your nutritionalization um oh. expertise it's a new it's a new word it's a new I'm word i'm gonna add it to my list it's big in, it's big in wales yeah add it to your list so so and and i hadn't told you this previously but you have a book that's called feed your mind yep and can you just, just tell me very quickly about what Feed Your Mind is about? Um, initially, the concept came from kind of twofold. My husband and my father both have had depression. Right. And I wanted to help them. And at the same time, I was a trustee for a charity called State of Mind, okay. which was mainly focusing on men's mental health. Mm-hmm access through sport right so i decided that because it's an absolute quagmire Mm. and the information is contradictory it's confusing i thought right what i need to do is put it all in one place so instead of people having to look at this bit on the internet that bit on the internet this bit in this book they have one resource where they can go and find what they need and obviously i wrote the book which kind of ended up being longer than I anticipated, <laughs> as these things usually are. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I thought, well, what I need to do with this information is give people ideas on how they can actually use these ingredients. So it's okay, very, you know, like we were talking about chickpeas, it's very well saying me, it's me to you, eat chickpeas, but then, you know, chickpeas get a bit boring after a while. So I thought I need to come up with some ideas for people to say, okay, have a chickpea curry or whatever. <clears throat> so I kind of put some recipes in there. And then the sale of it went to the State of Mind charity. Oh, right. Initially. Okay. Yeah, yeah, initially. And then, obviously, um, it's continued and continued. And so the, so the, the premise of it is, I'm just going to read off the front here. Uh-huh. So it says, recipes and nutrition information that may ease the symptoms of depression, anxiety, and stress. Yeah. I mean, so straight away, it captured my imagination. and. Yeah. You were very kind to come and talk at the the Healthy Minds group that I um, am part of, mm-hmm. um, which is like a, a peer-to-peer support group, and to talk about this. Yep. Um, but one of the things that I always get frustrated by is people say, eat more of this, eat more of that, do this, you know. But the difficulty is, yeah, but how do I fit that into my diet? Yep. And what this does is it tells you, this is how this is using all of these ingredients together. Yeah. This is using, oh, not all of them together. <laughs> Would well, that be a, a combination? <laughs> a combination. Chocolate chickpea curry. That okay. is one hell of a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> um, chocolate chocolate chips and alfalfa sprout curry omelette. <laughs> but but no. But this so this use, uses a lot of the, these ingredients together. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually make yourself a meal that you know is going to be doing good stuff for yeah. you mentally. And what I also tried to do is make them dead easy. Mm. Because if you are if you're not feeling great in yourself, the last thing you want to do is make a massive yes. complicated meal. Yes. So yes. I wanted it to be a kind of real simple like the like 
I mean, you're looking at that the omelette just there. Mm. That's that's easy. You just throw it all in the pan and then cook it. Yeah, and it's it, really it's not it's not complicated. And, and I, 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 yeah, I, that 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 does come across. And the fact that it's got pictures in it, so you can see what it's supposed to look like, and <laughs> it's really yeah. It's bearing really... in mind that I put decorative seeds on the top. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not reading that again. It's got bloody seeds on it. Um, there's not even in the book. Sunflower seeds. There. Sunflower seeds. And pumpkin seeds. So um, I'm not a hamster. <laughs> right. So you think that's what oh, I want to talk about? That's what you. That's what you thought originally. Oh God. But, but I was thinking about this, and I was like, you know. I, it is a fantastic book, mm-hmm. but I've read it. I've read the, the the first section of the book, basically explains in detail how these different ingredients can help you mentally, how yep. how they can help you. That is, I mean, it's gold dust to understand that because yep. I remember you saying to me previously about having a um, a car crash. You had a car accident yep. where you were receiving different treatments and things and one of the things you realised along with your positivity that we talked about on the previous podcast was one of the things you could control was what you put into your body yeah exactly now that is an extreme example because mm-hmm. you'd had a really bad accident and it was a seri- you know, really mm-hmm. serious situation mentally speaking and most of the people that listen to this podcast as well as my mum and dad hi uh, <laughs> They you know, shout out, no, shout out, shout, shout out. out. Yeah, um, they. Most of the people that listen to this podcast will be listening to it because they're looking for hints and tips yeah. about what they can practically do to try and feel better yeah. within themselves. So it is serious stuff. Mm-hmm. It is a serious position to be in, um, and hopefully people listen to this because there's an element of you know lightheartedness in in the way we talk about things. Um, but I read your book. Mm-hmm. I looked at the recipes, I like the idea of them, and I haven't done anything about <laughs> it. So I, so I actually thought that what might be a, like uh, a step further, other than like uh, promoting that it's a, that it is a, an amazing resource, yeah. is what can I have a conversation with you about me and what I can do about it? Yeah, because I just feel like some people may benefit from there being a guinea pig mm-hmm. around that has a terrible diet. Yeah. Um, can we do that? Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. The most difficult thing, obviously, you can have, it's like I say to anybody, you know, that you can have a book of stretches. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're going to be more supple. No. You can have a book of recipes. It doesn't mean you're going to be healthier. It doesn't mean you're going to be better. No. The application of that is the difficult bit. Yeah. But if you can take your current, and this is how I always work with, with, with patients I, I wouldn't give you a meal plan mm-hmm. okay because what I ideally would give you you would go <laughs> not a chance right okay. okay so I wouldn't want you to eat the way I eat because I've had years of getting to this point can I tell you yes I genuinely thought this was going to end up with you giving me a meal plan <laughs> <laughs> no well <laughs> that's the, brilliant the, what we have what, what I like to do is start off with your meal plan and then look at how we can tweak what you naturally do mm-hmm. so that it's not too complicated. Okay. Because if I say to you, like you, everything that you're eating is incorrect and it's not doing you any favours. And then I may tell you to go away and change your complete life mm. by having a complete different set of meals. You're not going to stick to it. Sure. It yes. has to be a long term setup. It has to be a long term plan okay. that you put your mind to. And 
I've found that the, the best way to achieve that is to make small changes. Okay. And you integrate the small changes into your lifestyle so there's not too much of a trauma. And then by the time you've kind of done all the small changes, you realise actually you're doing what I would have wanted you to do in the first place. It might take you longer, sure. but it will be sustainable. Okay. And then what it does is it teaches you to make the choices that are better. Right. Because if I say, here's a meal plan, anyone can follow a meal plan. Mm-hmm. And that's easy because I'm making the choices for you. You see, that's in, so the whole empowerment thing mm-hmm. is actually mm-hmm. the key to this, really. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you're, so the trick now is you're, you need to make it my idea. <laughs> uh, okay so if you took something i i don't know what 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 are we looking at what's your meal plan so so i did am, you bring me a food diary no no i i could so we need this i i so i <laughs> i so basically i will one of the things i wanted to ask you actually was breakfast yeah so i will i'm not going to avoid the question but my so for breakfast i have a i'll start off well I have a banana smoothie every day. Okay. Um, which is literally a banana and milk. Okay. Um, it is cow's milk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll generally have either two pieces of Marmite on toast or um, there was there was an almost an audible <laughs> shudder. Was that the mo- wow. word Marmite? Yeah. <laughs> I once gave Marmite to a French person. It was yeah. so funny. He ate it and he went, Marmite! Qu'est-ce que c'est, Marmite? <laughs> It was brilliant. One of my funniest ever memories. But um, but anyway, or I get a sausage sandwich on the way to work. Okay. That happens quite a lot. Okay. If I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lunchtime will be generally... Okay, let's stop at the breakfast. Okay. Okay, stop at the breakfast. Okay, so in essence, the banana smoothie is not so much of a, a problem. You haven't included any protein. In that breakfast so you have a banana and you have milk so i'm presuming it's not full fat it is full fat full fat okay yeah there, there, I know, there, so full fat there was milk. a grimace there as well there will be some protein in there but that's not why, a vast amount that's why I have it. and then obviously yeah right <laughs> and then you have two pieces of toast yeah there's not a lot of protein no okay so that's one way you can improve that breakfast your sausage sandwich actually isn't too bad if you select a gluten-free bread so if you go to, to to i don't know whatever cafe it is that you're going to or yeah. we won't mention any names no, no. subway and stuff yeah but if you could um choose an alternative of a gluten-free then that would be a, an improvement okay so actually the sausages as long as they're fairly good 100 percent kind of meat things that's a good protein source. This isn't going as badly as I thought it would. No, this is what I'm saying. This is why you have to make small changes. So instead of having, like... Because the research that I did from from all of the experiments on people in America, mm-hmm. where they took various different foods out of the diet, showed that gluten was one of the things. Okay. So if you start your day with gluten, then actually you're probably not setting yourself up. But if you switch those choices to a gluten-free, you're not changing what you have it have yeah. for breakfast you know you can still have your marmite but have it on gluten-free bread instead okay yeah so you don't have to make a drastic amount of change to that what, what does gluten do then well there's a lot of debate i mean obviously if you talk to a dietitian and and people and they're very correct if you don't have an allergy 
then they suggest that you don't have to take it out of your diet. However, my observation is that an allergy isn't necessarily an anaphylaxis. Mm -hmm. If you have somebody who has an intolerance to it and that intolerance manifests itself in the body in, in a kind of a, a depression state, then it's still, to me, an intolerance that needs to be observed. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So it's not necessarily giving you, um, like, like celiac, for example, somebody who has celiac disease, they would have an extreme reaction and they can die from eating gluten. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about somebody who, who may have an issue processing it and that system of process not being perfect may cause them some problems. Right, okay. If you take it out of your diet and it doesn't have an effect, then obviously, you know, there's nothing wrong with putting it back in. Yeah. But if you are trying to eliminate all possibilities that might be impacting on your anxiety and your depression state, yeah. it is one of the ones that is likely to be a causative. Okay, right. So gluten-free bread. Yeah, there's a book which is called The Grain Brain. Um, and it's a little bit controversial, but that chap has done a lot of research into how grains affect brain. Okay. Um, and it's very, very sciencey. Right. But in effect, it changes the neurosynapsis. So, right, okay. So, if I was to stick to a similar kind of breakfast, yep. gluten-free bread is a good option. Yeah. What, what about cereals? Cereal. Yeah. What kind of cereal? So if I So you told me you don't eat cereal and now you want to add cereal. No, I just thought about it. No, I just thought I was thinking I don't want to have a sausage sandwich every day. So I was thinking, you know, traditionally in British society, people Mm -hmm. will say, I wake up, I have a bowl of cereal. Mm -hmm. So say I add shreddies. Okay, shreddies is wheat. Yeah. Which is a grain. Okay. Okay, so that's (laughs) <laughs> yeah. If you had, I'm thinking like, Cheerios probably are. No, probably not great. I mean, I'm not a nutritional expert on Cheerios mm-hmm. per se. Um, what if I just eat the round bit in the middle? If you eat the whole, <laughs> the you're whole. fine. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. I'll have loads. I'll have a bowl of that. No, if you think, I mean, you want to set yourself up for the day. You want to give yourself yeah. enough energy, yeah. and you want to give yourself all of the nutrients that you need. So you need to have a nice balance. Yes. So. If you were having something for breakfast, like some uh, gluten-free oats with some protein, you know, and put some berries in there, mm-hmm. then that's kind of everything that you'd need. And you can do that the night before. Okay. And a lot of people do these overnight oats. Effectively, all they do is they soak their oats overnight with some protein and put some berries in there, and then it tastes nice, and they're not all kind of chewy. What do you mean, some protein powder? Protein powder, stuff. yeah, okay. protein powder. is. It's easy, and it's an easy way that I put it in. Okay. So, I mean, I, I find it quite interesting when I'm talking to people and they say, oh, I don't want to eat the same thing all the time. Naturally, we're creatures of habit. And yeah, naturally, yeah. you will find that you gravitate and eat the same thing. Yes. Yeah. So, when I'm working with people who are doing like a competition for bodybuilding and they complain because they don't want to eat the same thing repetitively, when you look at their previous diet for the last six months, they've eaten the same, the same thing. thing repetitively. <laughs> yeah, and I think most people are on it, certainly on like a, um, you know, a rotation of... Yeah, two or exactly. three, three or four different meals. Yeah, exactly. Or... I mean, I am. I do the same. Yeah. No, I'm in a habit because my, the, what I make for my breakfast is um, 
is a recipe from my website. Oh, lovely. <laughs> that website is? Uh, medicinalkitchen.co.uk. Just oh, right. to plug just myself put that in there. there. <laughs> and it's a blueberry sponge pudding, but it takes two and a half minutes to make. Uh, now, you, now you're cooking. Yeah. A blueberry, this is what you have for blueberry breakfast. Blueberry sponge pudding for breakfast, yeah. Pudding for breakfast. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> right. You, are, you know I'm recording this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I do, yeah. But because basically I use um, a scoop of protein, yeah. vegan protein. Mm-hmm. I use... Um, a scoop of almonds, ground almonds, and then I have a splash of almond milk, uh, put an egg in, mix it into a kind of thick kind of cake mix, yeah. and then I put some blueberries in it, yeah. put it in the microwave for two and a half minutes, hey presto. Amazing, I'm, do- I'm doing that. But I will have that. How many of them can I have? As many as you want. See, again, I'm recording this. <laughs> <laughs> because I tell you why, it's better than your 27 Snickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked in the car. We talked in the car. You rocked the number slightly. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, I'm sorry. slightly. Uh, embellishment. But this is, I think, but, but this is the bit, and this is, if I'm honest, that this is the kind of nub of it really, is, is probably is the snacking. Yeah. So, you know, we can talk about the other meals as well, but I will find myself, um, if I'm what I have defined as being in a kind of good place yeah. uh, nutritionally or like for what I'm eating I'm almost saving it's almost like the Weight Watchers-y kind of I'm saving my points Yeah. so I will like almost starve myself during the day oh, so God. that I can go mental at night Okay. in terms of you know I'll be thinking but that's not a good habit no but like I think part of me I have excuses I'm like well my I've got two kids I'm looking at, you know, when I'm, so I'm eating with them and then perhaps I'll eat something later as well. Mm-hmm. And then if I've not eaten loads during the day, cause I've been racing around busy, like I said to you in the car, I'll quite often take carrot sticks to work for a snack. I'll quite often bring them home again. You know, like, it's, it's they enjoy the journey. It's a nice train ride. Like, and hey, if the people are looking at you on the commute, they think you're healthy. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Sometimes yeah. I get the carrot sticks out and just walk them. them around. And people, people at work sometimes do say to me, you're so healthy, I always yeah. see you with carrot sticks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, have you ever seen me eat one? <laughs> no, I do eat them sometimes. A pocket companion. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're my friends these are my friends so so like but I will genuinely sit there some evenings and think should I have that third Mars bar yeah you know and then I'm like well I'm already two in like, <laughs> you know I can, I'm having this round with myself you probably know the answer I do really, though, but the you? thing is I mean and genuinely Mars bars have got smaller so I'm thinking mm. maybe two, three is actually yeah. the yeah okay but how I, I wouldn't suggest Three Mars bars. Okay, fine. In any kind of meal plan. <laughs> no, no, okay. But I suppose what I'm interested in, psychologically speaking, is how can I, how can I stop that? So you talked to me earlier mm-hmm. about habits mm-hmm. and about changing that habit. Yeah. So and in terms of so if we're making these minor changes, yeah, and moving towards something, you know, I suppose. You know, I know, I kind of know the answers. Yeah. But I but what I guess what I'm getting at is how do I facilitate it? Yeah. How do I make it happen? There's all... um, if you're looking at, I mean, if your main meals are pretty okay, and you're looking at the snacks because that's where you default to the Mars bars. Yeah. You can you could try selecting a better option instead of a Mars bar. Mm-hmm. Or you can do something like the sponge pudding. Which yeah. feels like you're having cake, but you're not. 
and it takes nothing to make yeah. in, in actual fact you know it's very fast it's a rapid resolve as I call it okay if I'm craving something sweet I tend to not have Mars bars in the house yeah that's, that's my first a good, thing that's a good idea yeah. I don't buy them in the first place but to be honest with you I don't crave them yeah I, I'm, I, I find them too sweet yeah you okay. know now because I'm used to it so change they all change your palate over time. Absolutely, I it does. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I probably now don't eat sugar really. Really. At all. Terrifying. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But I do. But I, I do think. But I do think I go through this kind of. It's like um, topping myself up to get myself through. You know. Because yeah, you're I, using it as a crutch. Yeah, okay. If you're topping yourself up to get through, that's a crutch. That's not, that's not because you're enjoying it. And that's the significant difference. If you're not enjoying something, why are you doing it? I, 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 part of me, yeah, part of me, that's the question. Yeah. Part of me is thinking you know, to myself and out loud to you, um, yeah, why am I doing that? What's the, what is the positive benefit of me doing that? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the answer is. Mm-hmm. So I've said, I said to you even that... Um, you can probably even hear my stomach rumbling on the, uh, yeah, like the recording here. <laughs> like um, because I I'd had like a, I had pasta for lunch mm-hmm. um, I had toast for breakfast I had mm-hmm. some pasta about four hours ago so I'm hungry now where's mm-hmm. my stomach going now and on my way down to meet you I thought shall I nip in and get a pasty mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. but I didn't but I didn't think shall I nip in and get some fruit and some nuts or you know because mm-hmm. I'm like nah, why would I do that yeah so what I'm like what is it is it that I part of me thinks I feel like I'm treating myself mm-hmm. like by having this stuff that's bad for me mm-hmm. that is so I don't know if that comes... what do you need a treat for why are you rewarding yourself um pretty I think pretty much for anything <laughs> I think like I think I, I've got through I think because I because of my anxiety I think sometimes when I achieve the most simple of tasks, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to congratulate myself on having done that. Mm-hmm. I'm such a child. Yeah, like, that's a really weird reward system. Yeah, because the reward is actually not helping me. Yeah. But the, one of the worst things, and one of the things that maybe it would be interesting to see if that um, breakfast pudding can help me, out, help me out around this, is I definitely suffer with that crash. Mm. You know, so I'll have... If I do have, so I'll have a coffee and the toast perhaps when I get to work usually. And then, you know, two hours later, I'm struggling mm-hmm. to keep my eyes open mm-hmm. in meetings and things. Mm-hmm. And I'm Maybe like, the meetings just bore me. Yeah. No, <laughs> the meetings I go to are wild. Um, but like, are they, you know, that's not great. I can, I, I can, that must be something to do with the food. Yeah. That it's whereas if I had other slow release or yeah absolutely you know that that perhaps yeah. wouldn't happen yeah oats are slow release protein is slow release okay so you haven't so porridge is good porridge with protein in it is perfect so it's the protein again yeah so if you just have the if you just have the oats yeah then then you're only hitting one nutritional so yeah. that's your carbs okay okay and obviously you want a balance and the protein is useful yes okay you need protein everybody needs protein muscles, bones, everything. So if you have a balanced breakfast, then that will help you to stay. Okay, I'm going down the pudding route. I think I'm (laughs) going to try it. But that that pudding breakfast has has good fats in it. It has protein in it. It's it's got 
everything that you need mm. in it. And I will eat, because I eat that very early. Yeah. I will then have a snack, a planned snack at 10 o'clock. Snack like? Nuts like I had just now. Yes. Which yeah. is why your stomach's not rumbling That's right. Because yeah. I thought it through. Yeah. You even <laughs> said to me, get your carrot sticks out. I did. And I right. was like, no, I'll be all right. Be all right. You know, they might ruin the McDonald's that's... I'm going to get on the way home. Yeah, well. Yeah. But that's, but I mean, I think what I had to change was I, I had to become prepared. Yeah. Because obviously, and I am very, very acutely aware of the fact that I changed my diet not because of an emotional, mental yeah, need. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It was a physical need because that changed how how much pain I was in. So I am acutely aware that my motivation to sticking to my diet is a lot better than other people's. Yeah, that is because if habit, I stray yeah. off it, then I am in pain. You're in pain. Yeah. So I have that, and I know that, and always in my head, I'm thinking if I eat this chocolate bar, mm-hmm. I know tomorrow I'm going to be in bits. Yeah. So okay. that dissuades me. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't mean I don't crave the chocolate bar. No. But that's why I've tried to make things that will yeah. substitute. Okay. If you try to think about your anxiety in terms of a physicality, so if you had pain and you knew that eating the way you eat was causing that pain to be worse, would you continue to eat it? No. Well, you'd hope not. Yeah. The, but one out the thing is one outweighs the other doesn't it mm-hmm. so it's not easy so so when, so i suppose one of my like questions around it is does the i hesitate to say pleasure because it's you know when i eat a bar of chocolate i don't savor it yeah so you're not I enjoying the experience it down. Yeah. it's like yes i've had that <clears> now mm-hmm. and then like oh god i've had that why mm-hmm. do i have that I better get another one. I'm in now. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for it now. But but it's it's what it's what outweighs what, and it's the gratification I get, even if it's only momentary. Momentary, you know, for a few moments. Is does that outweigh the feeling of? I think. I think this may be what what it comes down to of thinking, I'm not allowed to have that. But that we're not like saying immature... that you're not allowed to have it. There's no restriction. So I need to re- reframe that. Though. Yes. Yeah. If you if you if you put everything on a on a list of I am not allowed prohibited foods. Yeah. Then you of course are going to want them, and they yeah. become the unicorn. They yeah. become the thing that you crave more because you're not allowed it. Yeah. If you allow yourself all food, which is what you should do, then in actual fact. There's no desire to have the naughtiness. Okay. And that doesn't, you know, the treat that you're getting from having that prohibited food, it, it becomes irrelevant because you allowed it. It's just interesting. It's interesting because I've heard people talking. Um, I was, I mentioned someone I was coming to do this podcast with you, um, was talking to earlier on. And I was saying, you know, a friend of mine will say, oh, I had a bit of a cheat day yesterday. Mm-hmm. I had two squares of dairy milk. <laughs> and I'm like, do you mean two squares of 200 grams? Like, yeah. you, you mean know, two baths, right? You mean two, yeah, <laughs> I mean big baths. Like, yeah, I'm not just doing... So uh, it just, it fascinates me that that is a perspective. That's their kind of, oh, I had two yeah. squares. That was a real treat. And I'm like, 
really? Yeah. I wouldn't even... That's a very restrictive diet. Yeah, you know? oh, no, no, completely. That is restrictive. It is, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I use... I don't use cheat meals because I don't like the concept of it being a cheat. Right. It's not a prohibited yeah, system. okay, I see what you're okay. yeah, yeah. So if I rephrase it, and, I, and for me, it's a calorie load. Okay. Okay, because what, what I do in my diet plan, obviously, is different. I'm trying to facilitate something. Yes. So I have a set kind of regime, Monday to Friday, and I will pick either Saturday or Sunday to have a calorie-loaded meal. And that meal is something where I will have a curry, mm-hmm. or I will have a burger. Mm-hmm. or whatever I fancy, you know, with sweet sweet potato fries, whatever. It doesn't tend to be sugar loaded because what I'm trying to do in a, is more of a muscle building kind of style. Yeah. So the sugar isn't very useful. Okay. So what I'm trying to do is increase leptin. Leptin obviously helps. Well, I don't even know leptin what that is, means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> think, of it, think of it as, so you have leptin in your body, but obviously you're using that as a fuel. Mm-hmm. And if you're bo- if you're a bodybuilder, then you, you you need that. But you increase it by loading with certain foods. Okay. And that then becomes useful for the rest of the week. If I stay on the same calories all the time, mm-hmm. then what happens is my body gets used to that. So you're um, using that cheat meal as yes. a shocker. Right. And it makes your body's met- metabolic rate kick in again. And then obviously wow, you're, that you're, is science, you're increasing your leptin. Yeah. So I'm utilizing it. And obviously enjoying it because the whole week I'm like, you know, steady away, steady away, steady away. But I know on Saturday that I'm gonna go out for a curry. Yeah. And 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 enjoy it. And it doesn't. If, if you and your husband ever say, Chris, do you want to go out for a meal? It's gonna be on a weekend. <laughs> that is hundred percent. But having say, yeah, we say, come on on a Wednesday. I'm like, oh, I'm washing yeah. my hair. fish night. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm allergic to cats, so I'm not going um, to... But yes, yeah, so, I mean, some people work better like that because instead of having that treat every time you achieve something small, you can have that tr- at the end of the week when yes. you've achieved the whole week. Okay. Okay, so that is a so way of working. that's a mindset working. thing as well. That's a, really good, that's a really good suggestion in terms of trying to work and knowing that you've got that to, to kind of look yeah, forward Yeah, absolutely. To. You have to do something sustainable. And if you say to yourself, right, I can't eat chocolate, I can't eat crisps, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, you are never going to achieve it because it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you're not here to be miserable your entire life and not eat the foods really? you want to eat. No, yeah. seriously. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... If you're, you're good at something, you know, stick to it. <laughs> yeah. If you... If, if you were doing a bodybuilding competition, mm-hmm. of course I would say don't have that cheat meal or don't have okay. that treat meal, don't have that calorie load meal because yeah. you're doing something for a goal, but you're not. No. Well, your goal is to feel better. Okay. Well, and, I... and if that means that you look forward to your whatever it is you're going to have, yeah. you know, have that at that point. Okay. Well, I, I, I am going to give it... I have one. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to remember this. Have one, Chris. Just have one. And don't have them in the house. I mean, I don't have them in the house because I eat them. <laughs> but like, but I think, I think that's really good advice. Have one. Try. Don't actually say that you can't have something. That's yeah. a really good piece of advice. Um, and yeah, and I, and I think and if, you know when you were saying that you know you, I've had one, I might as well have another. Mm. You know, we all have blips. We all have blips, and we all have this 
tomorrow I'm going to start my diet. Yeah, I think every day is a blip for me. Oh, it doesn't matter today because I'm going to start my diet again tomorrow. Yeah. But you're always doing it in the future. Yes. You're never doing it in the now. Okay. So if you, if you have that Mars bar and you think, oh, God, I might as well have 20, you know, that have the Mars bar and then think, I've had it. Yeah. I don't okay. need to eat 20 more. Okay. I've had that. I've allowed myself it. And I suppose the big thing for me really is is thinking, well, if I don't try to change something and to see if it actually makes a difference to my anxiety levels. Because mm-hmm. one of the things I am very clear on in my life is how unhappy I am with the level of anxiety I feel. Yeah. So I feel like I'm not helping myself here, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so interested in it. I know I make a joke of it and things, but mm-hmm. which is why I'm so interested in seeing what can I actually do and what's what's really I mean, you know, I've got the book. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got your website, they've got actual recipes on there that I can go and think they're the make things I like. Change. Yeah. Start small. Do it slowly. Start small. Okay. Yeah. Well don't try and change everything all at once. Okay. That's I mean that's really helpful for me. Can you believe it? half an hour's come and gone so like unbelievable I, I love talking to you and we didn't um, even get to lunch <laughs> we never even got to lunch tune in next week for lunch, lunch. yeah but, but no like genuinely medicinalkitchen.co.uk go onto the website um, get Emma's book um, have a look at the, the recipes on there um, and yeah and what's your Twitter just Dr. E. Kirk OSTM Okay, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming on again and and letting me ramble at you. And uh, thanks, you guys, for listening, and I'll I'll speak to you again soon. Thanks.